The Last of a Driver Breed podcast is brought to you by DaftonClassic.com. Because I daily drive my 1970 Westphalia, I know the difference between parts that will work and parts that are truly reliable. I started Daphne Classic to help those who drive classic Volkswagens get access to top quality parts for their daily drivers, their show-winning restoration projects, and everything in between. With locations in both Los Angeles, California, and Salem, Oregon, we are able to serve the VW community across the entire planet with personalized service and up-to-date technical advice that accounts for classic car ownership in the modern world. Visit us at www.daftingclassic.com. So, I don't know why this wasn't so intu- why this wasn't so intuitive before. Instead of tr- downloading and trying a bunch of different audio recording uh, apps, I'm going to just try to take just a regular video on my phone. Because the video shoots in 4K and the audio is not bad either. So if I can rip the audio from a video file, then we should have an episode. So, 17th. Today is uh, October 17th. This will be the, the second update on the Grand American Tour. It's not even necessarily bad news that we're still in West Hills, but uh, I can say with uh, no no shortage of excitement, I'm just I'm just tired. It's uh, it's been another long week, but the Defalia is moving under its own power. We got the engine in yesterday, got it running, um, put it through a heat cycle, and just shut it off. Did my valve adjustment this morning. Um, put the Put the bus back together, which, you know, there's a, a splash tray and then put the bumper back on, you know, do all, you know, put the proper air filter back on, you know, do, do the, do all the final assembly things and brought it back to my friend's house and then took it out to run some errands and it came back. And so far it's running pretty good. Haven't had it up to 60 yet, but you know, for a good, uh, you know, first, uh, first few miles, just going from stoplight to stoplight is probably good for it. So this is where, this is where we're at. In theory, I am out of here uh, tomorrow. Although, don't expect me to get very far before this coming weekend. Um, and here's why. Now, what, where to begin? So, so we'll start with the carburetor. So what I, what I built, or rather what I rebuilt, it's, um, basically the same blueprint. Um, as what the engine I had before, um, it's same case, same crank, same connecting rods. The, what we changed were the lifters were the, you know, the cam, the cam followers, lifters, um, Volkswagen land seems to call it both. And then the piston cylinders and the cylinder heads. And I went ahead also, you know, it got a brand new, uh, Bosch coil, brand new Protronics SVDA distributor, brand new, um, Brosol Solex H3031 carburetor, you know, which is all aftermarket stock, um, stock stuff, you know, nothing performance. I'm not, there's not a whole lot of performance you're going to get out of a high roof camper bus. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not one of those guys who needs a, you know, big old two liter just to go, uh, just go nowhere slow. It's like, if I'm going to go slow, I'm just going to go slow. So the engine is a, it's an upright type one, 1776 CC. That's a 69 millimeter crank, which is stock. Um, the cylinder bore is five millimeters oversized. 
So it is a bored out engine, as it were. Um, which is what, it, which is also what it was before. The only difference I'm aware of, I believe the compression ratio was in the 8.3 to 8.5 range before. And with this engine, um, the math worked out just with just just running a twenty thousandth uh, cylinder shim. It came out to eight point one, and you know this engine's still going to be a daily driver. But um, there's a difference between daily driving in LA, where you're still basically at sea level, and daily driving in Oregon, where you might have to go over the Cascades and back. So I'm not, I'm actually not tripping. It's not, again, it's not that much of a difference, but the rule of thumb is the lower the compression, you know, the cooler the engine's going to run. And that matters when you're going up over hills and when you're going at driving at elevation. Um, in theory, we're still going back east and that puts us, you know, Albuquerque, 4,000 feet elevation, 5,000 feet foot elevation. Um, you know, we're, we're still going to be up there always. And so, you know, I'm not stressing on that, on that change. It was, just, it was a very easy, very easy compression ratio to set. So we just set it just 8.1, call it good. Um, like I said, brothers, yeah, brothers VW machine shop. Um, ha I had them do the, I had them do the bottom end. I had them, uh, just do, just do all the math. Um, all I did on this engine was put the top end together and, you know, put on all the auxiliary stuff. So the tin, the intake, the exhaust, you know, all the easy stuff as it were. So the, it's a zero mile engine. It's the first time this case, this case has ever been cut. Um, there's no reason for it not to last a hundred, another hundred thousand miles. So that's that's what I'm that's really what I'm aiming, aiming for, and that's why I'm not running to get out of LA now. Now that the show season is basically over, you know, this last October, you know, that's usually it. Not a whole lot of shows in November. Um, you get some Christmas shows in December, but you know, buses and balloons was last weekend. Nothing I can do about it. There's a you know, we got two more weeks of October, and in those two weeks, there's gonna be a lot of the like the Halloween shows. And I, why would I jam? Why would I try to jam across the country at this point to go to a Bugtoberfest in Pennsylvania when I can go to one in Arizona? It's kind of the kind of my thought process. So, the, the, right now the plan is, and like I said, this is going to be a really short episode. Um, the, the Really, the big update is just that the bus is running. Um, things I'm accounting for right now, um, I got to clean the bus out because it was three weeks of uh, getting in and out of it and chasing tools and, you know, stashing parts and all that. You know, that's not the best thing in the world for organization, so I got to get myself organized, which will I'll, I'll do... Um, probably, probably after I'm done recording this, um, jetting, this is going to be my mission for the week, but jetting and, uh, and valve adjustment. So there, there, there's two things going on. My last engine ran the same 
not the same carburetor, but the same model carburetor. You know, I got I got a new carburetor for this engine. But I checked the jets, and the jets are factory stock. Now, on a modern uh, production Brosol Solex, um, the jetting that comes stock is pretty lean for a bug, let alone a bus. Now, I checked the jetting on the old carburetor, and it's got the same jets as this new carburetor, which means, like, hey, this carburetor was never rejetted. No one took the time to rejet this carburetor, uh, which is why I notoriously have a reputation of running my bus very fat. Um, very, you know, run it, run the, the, the mixture screw very, uh, very much on the rich side because it want the engine wants to run lean. The engine as stock or the, I'm sorry, the carburetor as stock is set up for emissions controls, um, in Brazil. And so you get these very, these very lean jets. Um, for example, the idle, I think is a 50 or 55, the main is a 127.5, and we're looking for one to two steps up on both. And the reason we know this is because the both the idle and the mixture screw. You know, there there are two um, two screws on the side of the carburetor. It's the same as a you know the more common um, carburetor for an engine like this is like the 34 pick three, uh, which is basically a, just a larger version of this carburetor. <laughs> Um, you want like to, on the small screw, which is your mixture screw, you want it uh, two and a half turns out plus or minus half a turn. We're out at five turns, and you kind of sort of want the idle. You, know, you don't want it all the way out, but it's all the way out. This indicates that the just that the jets are too small, and so I am officially on the hunt for either uh, jet kit for a Brosol Solex. Or I'll go get a jet reamer and punch out the old jets and swap them out, and then we'll re, you know, dial in the engine again. So that's going to be the mission for this week, uh, part one. The second mission, and this is slightly more annoying. Um, I have to find jam nuts for my uh, valve adjusters. I bought brand new German valve adjusters. I brought brand new jam nuts, and so what these are, they they're, they sit on the rocker arm, and you, with a feeler gauge, turn the adjuster until you get about six, you know, the stock setting is six thousandths of an inch gap so with a feeler gauge, and I, I actually, I usually run about four. Um, <clears throat> the new jam nuts were not, they wouldn't fit at all, and the old jam nuts are really, 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 really sticky. And so I'm on the mission for, you know, tomorrow I'm going to pick up eight new adjusters again and hit up every single hardware store I can find until I can find a thin profile M8 by 1.0 pitch and buy eight of them and throw them on these adjusters and uh, try to really, really set the, really set the valve lash, the, Valve lash, as it sits, is actually kind of noisy because it, it's at a loose six, uh, which is just, it's actually my my preference for breaking the engine in. Uh, but every time I, when I, I can set the adjustment with a screwdriver, 
hold, I can hold the screwdriver with a fist. You know, put my put all my energy in a hole in that screwdriver, and then I put a wrench on the jam nut, and it still wants to. So I'm not getting a good setting because you fine tune it with the screwdriver, and then you lock it in place with the jam nut. Well, if the jam nut is turning the adjuster with it, that's an issue. And so I play this game where you know I I back back out the adjuster a little bit, and then with the you know wrench on the jam nut, sort of so so it falls into place. And that, that'll get you down the road. That'll get you home that day. I wouldn't recommend it for a long-term solution. And so this is the other problem that is uh, facing me, is getting valve adjusters that are going to hold their adjustment. Um, other than that, yeah, I've put the engine through, heat, through a few heat cycles, and there's no drips, which is... You would think that would be expected, but by golly, I've seen a lot of rebuilt engines that start just dripping oil immediately. And, you know, I, if by the end of this week I can drive it down to San Diego comfortably, I think I think we'll be good. Um, you, know, you know, it's uh, benefits of uh, working hard this summer. And getting ready for this move and getting ready for this trip, I don't have to work. Um, da- you know, I'm still, I'm still doing Daft, and I'm still so, still selling parts on eBay, still selling parts from my website. The orders keep coming in, and you know, every 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 morning, I, I wake up at four a.m. and I process those orders and I handle the logistics so that those orders get uh, shipped out on time. You know, my goal is to make it. Yeah, my goal has been to make it as seamless as possible and make it um, make it to where customers don't know the difference. Um, before this trip, I packed and shipped every single order myself. You know, whether it took me two hours in a day or it took me t- uh, 10 hours a day or 12 hours in a day, which has happened. Um, I did it all myself. And I feel I, I, I feel good about that. That's, a, that's something I think I should be proud of. Because that means every order go, you know, that goes through my hands, and I put my eyes on it. Um, I have a third-party shipper who is handling that right now for me, and there's been a couple, a uh, couple mistakes, you know, a couple, couple little bits of a learning curve, as it were. But um, as long as the business stays afloat, and you know, we stay busy. I'm just I'm just gonna ride the beach for the next week. I think I'll go do. You know, if I I already decided like if I if I have if the nearest place I can go because like I'm a parts vendor, but I can't just get Solex jets. No one makes them. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a bit of a task finding the finding jets. I know of uh, there's one there's one store down in North County, San Diego. Um, they have like every jet you can imagine in one kit. I'm not looking to go spend $400 just to, just to get a couple jets out, out of that kit, but I might have to do that. I'm also open to using a, a jet reamer because I do have several carburetors up north that I can rob jets out of and, 
you know, it'd be kind of hard to stamp because I don't have the stamps, but I can, I can, I can make my own, I can punch out my own jets and get, get different sizes, which, which, which would be cool. And so that, that's really where we're at. Um, and lastly, I don't know if I mentioned that fortune cookie at the end of last week's episode. It did hit me, and you know now, now that now that I'm driving the bus again, it's you know it feels like the it feels like this bump in the road is coming to an end, and things are settling out. Um, I'm not I'm not a particularly spiritual person. I'm not someone who you know I'll I'll, jo- I'll joke I'll I'll say things like you know the simulation stares back. You know, when you find weird coincidences, like the, you know, for example, the last trip I hauled, you know, my, my last trip to Oregon, my last big haul up was eight years to the day that I left Oregon in the first place to come down here. Um, that wasn't planned. I wasn't trying to mat- match up dates. It just so happened. I was, uh, I just scroll through and, you know, mem- memories come up on Facebook and, the, it was a memory of my last night with my friends in Oregon. And that that hit me. You know, it really was eight years to the day that I was living in L.A. You know, and that, was, that, that was my last trip up. And, you know, of course, I flew back and I, you know, camped a couple, uh, couple weeks before leaving on this trip. And that turned into uh, another three weeks. I guess it's two weeks. Why do I keep saying three weeks? It's it's only been no, it's been three weeks. Three three weeks since I was supposed to leave. That was that was tomorrow. I haven't been at my friend's house for three weeks. We've been at my friend's house two and a half weeks. But that's what that's what I want to that's what I want to touch on. You know, just to sort of wrap this up. I don't pay attention to astrology or. You know, fortune. You know, fortune cookie fortunes or anything like that. However, it does strike me a little differently that um, the Wednesday I got back into into LA. You know, I had the I had the U-Haul and I had Harley with me, and we were we were towing the towing the bus, and we got back we got back here to my. Uh, to my friend's house. Um, her name's Lori. Um, she was my landlord for the last seven years, believe it or not. And she always treated me very well. And, you know, it was her house that I was living at and her house that sold. And, you know, this whole, everything was lining up to where this was going to, this is going to work out. And then it didn't. Well, she was gracious enough to let me, you know, stay with her for the last two weeks. And so I went, I, you know, I'm, I went to go get dinner after I got, got my stuff here. And there's a, there's a Panda Express nearby. Hadn't had Panda in a while, so I went and got myself some Panda Express. And the fortune cookie. I will, I, I need, I need to find it. I, I know I had, I know I had it two days ago. Um, but this is, this is a bit of a keeper of fortune. You know, my, my, um, my, I'm reminded of my sister. 
who has I mean, when, when when she was when she was younger, I want to say in middle school, she got she got a little fortune cookie fortune that said, uh, "You will travel many places." And I remember she taped it to the front of her bedroom door, and um, she's been all over the world. You know, she that 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 resonated with her for sure. Um, this one really resonated with me. Um, after being trapped out in the desert for two days, um, realizing that like all, all my, all my best laid plans are being, you know, they ain't going to work out. This is going to be a, it's going to be a rough couple weeks. I'm going to have to rebuild an engine that I wasn't quite expecting to have to rebuild. Um, in a city where I no longer had a home. So the, the fortune read, you will have many friends at your side in your time of need. Thank you, Lori, for letting me stay here. Um, thank you, Walker, for letting me use your shop. Um, thank you, Lori, again, for letting me use your truck. Because um, I had to make uh, several trips out to Brothers out in Ontario, and that's an hour and a half away. And so um, thank you to Brothers for the quick turnaround time. I had my engine back within a week. With all, with all like, like I said, the math was all done. The heads were cut. All I had to do was put it together. And so I'm very happy on, very happy about that. Um, thank you, Adam and Kyle. Um, Adam was one of the first guys, you know, I, 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 I hope I mentioned that. I, I know I mentioned, uh, I know I mentioned some, some names last week, but it's worth mentioning them again. You know, Adam, you know, when I called, he, he, he physically couldn't help me, but he got me in touch with people who could. And that's where, you know, Kyle Michael, you know, the, the, these guys who came out to help me on the side of the road, you know, a sincere thank you to them. You know, great big thank you to Walker and Nitten and Frank for, and Tre yeah, Trevor, um, Hazel for, you know, even, even, uh, Hazel, Hazel helped me out a bit. Um, You know, you know, to, to all these people, I wouldn't have been able to get this done in, you know, two and a half weeks. Call, you know, call it three weeks. I, w I wouldn't have been able to go from running to not running back to running in three weeks without your guys' help. And so that fortune means something to me. I think that fortune is, uh, it's going to, it's going to find, it's going to have a place in, in the bus for sure. Because I really, I really appreciate everyone's help. Um, you know, it's not like it was, it's not like there was, it was tragic. It was just a bit, a bit of a, just not knowing how this was going to end up. And it ended up just fine. And I thank you, everyone who helped me make sure that it was going to end up just fine. And so... There's really no telling where I'm going to be in a week from now. Um, like I said, I, I just, I'm not anticipating I'm going to be leaving. I mean, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave the city of, of LA. You know, I'm, I'll go to, I'll, I'll go to Ventura County. I'll go down to Orange County or San Diego or something. 
but I'm not, it's not like I'm going to be taking off to Arizona, um, this coming week, I don't think, but you know, I'm also not committing to anything. So who knows, who knows where we'll be in a week, but wherever we're at, you know, I'll talk to you guys then.